0: Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned.
1: Hello, welcome to this
2: week's edition of GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul.
0: I'm Hugh, and I'm Corbs.
2: And Kevin's not with us right now. He may join us at some point in the show. He's busy doing work stuff.
0: He's adulting. Uh, yes, other work
2: stuff. Foolish, foolish adulting. He's guys, adulting. <laughs> guys, what's got
0: you geeked? Well, I'm uh, pretty excited. Uh, I'm not going to give out specific dates, but I am going to be taking a few trips over the next few months. Um, we have uh, planned because you know we have vacation now, you know, so we're we're going to take advantage of that. And they're, they're going to be like you know little the two three day trips, you know, nothing major. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to be going to Lake George, which my wife has gone to with my mother in law in the past and taken our daughter, but I've never been able to go there and I've never been there before. So they come back with all the pictures and talk about how awesome it is. Well, we're finally going to go as a family, um, so we're going to be doing that. And then we're also going to be going down to New Jersey for a couple of days. Um, not not the part of New Jersey that you you want want me to visit or think was cool it's going to be on the uh, west side um you may not I don't know if I've ever mentioned her, her name in passing to you but um my former boss um Amity she was like my team lead almost the entire time I was at at Rev and she moved on to another position in the company and her and Tamara were both managers so um you know now that you know we've always been close friends i mean she was the person that trained me she it was i got brought on right before she became manager so she was actually just a co-worker and trained me so we've all been really tight and uh it, you know we only got to see her that one time we went down to texas and you know, it was a little weird because at that point she was our boss so yeah. i'm sure she she had to be concerned about that um she's not anymore and she is super excited we're going to come down and visit her and her husband I'm uh, just gonna be down there for two days. Uh, it's on the west side. We are going to be able to hit a White Castle on the way down, which has me super pumped because I've always wanted to go to a White Castle. And uh, yeah, just gonna hang out, have some fun. Uh, her husband Drew is a—he's a—seems like a really cool dude. Very interesting. Um, skinny, kind of long hair, huge beard. He is an Odinist, so he is okay. He, using the viking religion he has a wood shop in the basement where he builds like full-on viking shit like this guy builds stuff that he can sell for hundreds of dollars so uh, a very talented guy Uh, and i've only ever seen him walking in the background so there's kind of this running (laughs) gag that you know uh you know we're finally going to meet for the first time because we know each other we always say hi when we see each other but it's always in the background that's funny yeah so i'm I'm super pumped we just um, planned this um this past week uh Tamara and her worked it all out so yeah gonna have some fun this summer that's awesome nice well
3: enjoy I will so for me it's a uh, birthday my son's birthday is uh next Tuesday the 13th so um for me that's, that's, that's got me geeky. My uh, my son's gonna be fourteen, going on about twenty seven. Um, so, but uh, we uh, we we're got gonna, we're gonna do something this weekend together. Um, we're going to the Strong Museum up in Rochester.
2: Place is awesome. Uh, he, he
3: he's been. I've never been. He's been with his mother. Um, so we decided to go up there on Sunday. I see his mom's coming in. We're all gonna we're all gonna go up there and for the I don't know, for the day or, or whatever. And then um, on his birthday, I had, took the day off. I took Monday and Tuesday of his birthday off, so I have next Monday and Tuesday off from work. So uh, Monday, I take my mom to the doctor's in the in the morning or whatever. So after that, I'm probably I'm gonna may try to play some golf, but cause I'm not playing this weekend. It's the one weekend I'm not playing because Saturday is actually Kelly's my girlfriend's her son's birthday was the third, but oh. she's she's having his party on the tenth. And then Sunday we're doing something for my son, just me and his mom. And then on his birthday, I think him and I are going to go and do something, just the two of us. And then the following Saturday we're going to uh, Apex in the mall. He's bringing some of his buddies. We're going to go there and have a little birthday party for him, go bowling, and all that happy horseshit. So that's what's got me geeked. It's just some some time with my me and my boy, which is nice. I don't we don't get to we don't, we spend time together, but it's usually hanging out watching low-key or tv or whatever so he was in he when when we started when i was told him i was watching uh on division and all that stuff he's like oh i want to watch low with you i know <laughs> you're gonna do it for the podcast so i want to watch it with you i really want to watch it And he wants to watch the the what if yeah that's coming out next. that that's gonna really be cool to watch, he really wants to watch that too so so awesome. it's nice because we sit down actually we just <laughs> we got done about 10 minutes before we uh we logged on with watching Loki, or we were supposed to log on. So we got done about eight twenty. So watching Loki, I was we were, we had dinner, and he's like, "We gotta watch Loki." I'm like, "Oh, so the bitch I haven't watched that yet?"
2: So yeah, I, I did the same 20 thing. 20. I finished at uh, eight twenty-two. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so I got it. So I got we did get it in. So, but it's it's nice to, to get a chance to hang out with him at times. So, so because either that or he sits in his room on his computer and <laughs> never leaves. Anyway, right. I'm an air conditioner last year. So he sits in there. It's like freaking Antarctica in there. It's He loves it in there. It's like super ice cold in there. He, he's got the air conditioning on with a blanket wrapped around him.
2: Naturally, as one does.
3: Right. And I was just so, but he sits in there and he has a good time. He gets on with his buddies and whatnot on the computer. So pretty nice to get him out to do something. Like I said, going to Strong Museum. And then I'm not sure what we're going to do on Tuesday. Um I was, you know, liking to go to like Cooperstown or something like that. But
2: that's always a good time too.
3: Yeah, we've we've been up there a couple of times. Me and him went one year. by just him and I went. Um, we went up there. Just went up to, to the museum, Hall of Fame. Walked around the town a little bit, and then the next year we went back. I was supposed to play in a baseball game, at Double Day Field.
2: Nice. A couple of years
3: ago. Yeah, but it rained before we got there, and they wouldn't let us play because we actually had gotten it with in conjunction with another team up there that was in our it was around our area it's older it's like a 55 and older so we we split the cost with them to go up there and play that's cool so but they they both we both got rained out and then they ended up playing later on that day there so i've played i actually played in that field before which is which is kind of cool when i was uh actually just after he was born i went up there um and played with this the guys that i played we used to play baseball with we all one up there. We had up there and played one day. So that's playing on that field is it's uh it's memorizing. You just you you realize how many people have actually been on that field and stuff. So it was just nice to get on that field and
0: I felt like that about most of my ex girlfriends.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's it. That's for me. It's just you know, it's just sometime with my boy. So there you
2: go. Uh well I'm going to continue uh the theme and 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 my what's got me geeked also uh is family themed and uh that's um something big happened with Kylie this week. Um I, I we've mentioned that she she's doing uh warrior training at uh the Warrior Factory in Camillus in Township 5. Uh she does the the whole American Ninja Warrior parkour training and um Saturday morning, um, she got a new achievement. She she passed her green band test, which made her eligible to join the competition squad. And she has been accepted onto the competition squad. She is going to be a full-fledged uh, ninja in, in this sense of ninja now. Practices have already begun. Uh, they kick the snot out of those kids. They're not messing around. We're talking box jumps dead hangs, um, push-ups, planks. Yeah, for the full hour and 15 minutes. They, they put those wow. kids through it. Yeah. And uh, that was just the first night. And uh, she goes back tomorrow, which would have been Thursday for you guys. So now I'm speaking about the past, like it's the future, um, for obstacle training. And we do this two nights a week going forward now until – well, I mean, it'll it'll continue on all the way through. It's like an eight month season for them, and they uh, they uh I'm not sure exactly when the actual competitions start yet. But then it'll be over and above the two nights a week for practice that we're hitting competitions as well. Um, she already has her um, athlete ID; like she is actually registered with the National Ninja League; like she is a real deal athlete with these guys. Now I'm super proud of her. She's super excited, super focused. Her Jersey's coming already. She's super psyched that it's going to have her name on the back. (laughs) Um, so, so yeah, it it was, it was a pretty big deal. Um, that, uh, that, that was my, my morning after our adventure last Friday night. Um, I was there half dead. Um, not as half dead as Hugh. We'll talk about that later, but, uh, Literally, like no sleep, and it was just her, the uh, the head coach Julian, and then I was up on the catwalk, like literally almost asleep while they're where they're going through all the stuff. So, it uh, it made for a pretty good day for her, and she got rewarded coming out of it with a she got to go pick out something at Target, and she decided she needed a um, Velociraptor mask. Which hmm. was, Yeah, so
3: as we all do,
2: right, um, with a working jaw on it course you gotta be able to bite things but uh yeah that's what's got me geeked so
3: congratulations to her
2: thank you thank you i will i will pass it along um she has also decided that um she she wants to uh be an instructor for um maybe the older uh less experienced less belonging in that place set for if there was ever a one-off you guys know where i'm going with that oh okay all right we'll talk about that at a later date
0: Uh, paul i gotta say your lighting is is messing with me
2: i'm a little shadowed tonight i I don't have my uh, i lost uh my background light
0: yeah it's it's like you know i'm like what are you you know what we pot in shadows over there or something
2: I can go back further, so it's more... Sh- oh, it's actually less shadowed if I go backwards, but I don't know how that is for the mic.
0: Yeah, it's not good. It's just... Yeah, it's...
2: Maybe on break, I'll I see know. if I can find another light. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, guys, what are you playing?
0: Still playing 2K19. I'm Barely. Still barely have time to play uh, lately. But uh, I did go through the uh, Create a Wrestler mode, and I-, I managed to upload my face to their servers. Nice and create a big fat you can only go i mean their fat is really more like barrel stomached. you know it's like like otis or or earthquake you can't really go fat out of shape they just won't let let you but um big fat long hair beard um looks like me that's freaked my wife out she's like oh my god that really looks like you i've uploaded the geekpod logos because i'm going to put them on my shirt and stuff because you can do that You, you can even upload your own tattoos nice take pictures of my tattoos upload them onto the character um chose some cool music they let you pick out you know you can have your names and all that like you can pick your name and your nickname and some of those names they have in a database So like avery made one and uh, avery is not in the database but hugh and alan both are nice. so um i went you know because my my character's a big fat guy and i'm going okay what would happen if i was really a wrestler i do not have that athletic ability so the only chance i would have would be hardcore you know, brawling and willing to take a lot of pain and dish out punishment with steel chairs. So when, when I come on, the announcer actually says the hardcore icon, hardcore Hugh Allen actually says it, not just on the screen. The announcer says it because my names are in there. So it's actually pretty fucking cool. Uh, I am not really living vicariously through it. Uh, my creator wrestler days, you know, that, back years ago when I played the the first games, then I really got into it, but I wanted to play around with it. And and it is pretty neat to see. sounds like it's
2: really robust.
0: Uh, It is almost to the point where I I don't want to say it's too robust, but the, uh, the menus, it's really easy to keep backing out accidentally. They, they didn't, they they didn't put a lot of thought into how it works. And a lot of parts are confusing. Like when you choose your, your face in your head, but You don't choose your hair there, you actually have to go to a tire to choose your hair, which gets confusing because you think you're missing something right uh, yeah a lot of the processes in this game are are not intuitive I mean I can tell you I've looked up things um, you can even edit your your entrance like you know they have pre preset entrances based on some of the existing people and some default superstar made ones, or you can go in and you can actually they've got like fucking like like video editing bars at the bottom and you can edit your entrance, what your character does all the way down the ramp into the ring. You can edit the videos, not, not just the one Titan Tron video, but all of the video elements that show up, even the ramp, you can customize all of those. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's impressive what they give you, but it almost feels like they created a, a, like a perfect creation suite, but forgot to work on the interface. (laughs) You know, so I've, yeah. I've had to look a ton of stuff up. Like, how do you do this? Oh, there it's under this thing, which doesn't make fucking sense. Um, but outside of that, yeah, really cool.
2: Nice. And now that's, I'm assuming that's probably one of the more uh budget friendly games at this point.
0: Not really. Um, I mean, you can oh, get okay. you get it, totally new- like
3: it's like a, like the second, it's like 20, 2021 is the new one, so you're looking at no, two years
0: no. ago. There is no 21.
2: Which I thought there was. I thought I saw that too. No. Uh, 2K21. No, it doesn't. You're
3: looking at probably about 30 or 40 bucks for that game.
0: Hey, well, here's the thing 2K20, which I did get and I'm playing around, is broken and it has been since it came out. Oh, wow. And they've only been able to fix it to a certain degree. So it's 2K19 is still the, be- the, the current best selling version of their game. Okay. So, so they're the not price- going to mark it down yet. Yeah. Because. Most people, I mean, unless, I mean, I picked up 2K20 on a a PlayStation Plus sale, Mm -hmm. so I got it for like 14 bucks, which I thought was, at that level, it was worth it. Um, But yeah, I mean, PlayStation still sells the 2K19 for $59.99. There's not a whole lot of difference. There's some, I didn't intend to talk about this this much. Um, There's some roster additions to 2K20, like Hogan and Mick Foley are not in 2K19 for some reason, but they are in 2K20, yeah. And, and there, there, I mean, there's some things like that. But on the on the, the average, I mean, the the creator wrestler stuff is the same. Most of it's really similar. But they skipped 21 because even coming into 2020, um, the game broke when the clock changed from 2019 to 2020. The game stopped working. They had Ooh. to rush a fix out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, really a buggy mess. They said that they were taking a year off. And they were going to focus on 2K22. A new developer picked up uh, with 2K20. Yuke's uh, Creations, I believe it is, is the company that had been making the games all the way back to, like, um, the PlayStation 2. And uh, for whatever reason, they lost the license. Um, so the, this new company took over, and they, they botched it. So they're, they're having to go back and build it, rebuild it from the ground up the company Ux actually is going on and using their existing engine that works really well for an AEW game.
2: Oh, no kidding. Yeah.
0: Uh, But hopefully 2K21 will be better. I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to, if I'm into the whole yearly thing, like I said, I'm trying to dip my toes back into wrestling. I'm enjoying it, but um, it seems like a game like that with the, the universe mode and the season mode and all that stuff. That's like your game. You play the entire year,
2: right? You you don't play
0: anything else. I, I don't know if I want to go that far with it.
2: Okay. Makes sense. Um, problem is now, now with you talking about how robust that is, I, I kind of want to go out and get, I mean, certainly two K it. 19 I mean,
0: it's, it's, you know, I mean, the, one thing I will tell you is so far the gameplay, it's pretty good kicking out of a pin is fucking impossible. I cannot, I have yet to do it. <laughs> I, I will kick the shit out of somebody for 20 minutes and then they hit me like with one move and pin me and I'm done because there's this big meter and you have to hit X when it gets to a little section of the bar and I can't practice it. I don't know if it fills up slowly. Basically when X pops up, I instinctively start hitting X and blow all three of my chances. Oh, okay. okay, I gotcha. So it's like, I I need to practice it uh, because I, I I don't understand how the mechanic works yet.
2: Yeah. I gotcha. That's yeah. It shouldn't be that difficult.
0: Well, some people say online that, you know, once you understand it, it's, it's easy. So I think maybe I just, uh, like I said, I mean, literally the X pops up and instinct, I start mashing the X button, you know, thinking I have to fill the meter, not wait for the meter to fill.
3: Gotcha. Yeah. Well, there you go. I got to run. I'll be right back. I have to run downstairs real quick. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not
0: playing anything, so. Me
2: either. uh, Unfortunately. I'll be right back.
0: (laughs) Alright, well, um, why don't we then uh, stop and go to break, and we come back in.
2: Alright, we'll works for me. We'll be right back, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics.
0: before a ghost chop locks you for not giving it a chance to respond here's the news first up dead or alive you're playing with me wait what mgm and developers nakon and taon have announced a brand new first person shooter game coming in 2023 robocop rogue city now man nakon and taon that sounds like a 90s Nickelodeon kids show you know about two 13 year olds who develop apps for a living but they're they're really bad apps and they never work and they have a robotic dog named cat that helps them along um (laughs) anyway uh Teon is best known for the recent Rambo and Terminator games no one played because they were big piles of shit uh you know great investment MGM I'm guessing they took a look at their uh track record and their history and said I'd buy that for a (laughs) dollar I had got very nice Next up, not just just a symbiotic credit. The head writer on Venom, Let There Be Carnage, told Empire this week that Tom Hardy is getting a legit story by credit on the film. Aside from the fact that I'm convinced he is the third Hardy boy, seriously, throw some face paint on that motherfucker, put him on a ladder and have him jump off. That would go over huge. Uh, Apparently, he spent a ton of time helping craft the story. Now, I think Tom Hardy is great in everything I've seen him in. Uh, He also always has a look on his face like he's sad no one is proud of him for finding a way out of the paper bag. Uh, Hard to believe, but good for him. Finally, nothing is true. Everything is permitted except games as a service. Ubisoft announced today they are working on Assassin's Creed Infinity. I am so upset about this. It's basically going to be a live service game with content added over time from different time periods. So basically, they're going to shit all over the franchise to get you to buy microtransactions. Now, if you have any idea what this might look like, uh, let's get, I had some ideas. I wrote them down. $1.99 to refill your horse's stamina, or $14.99 per month gets you 10 free assassinations and Ivor flair for your character and a chance to get sticks and rocks from a monthly free loot box. Fuck that. Fuck it hard with a hidden blade. And that's the news, kids. Now, I am going to try to figure out how to do one of those Facebook polls. I need to know if the general public thinks Trump suing all of social media or bring me the horizon releasing a vegan barbecue sauce is the most ridiculous ridiculous news story of the day. Man, I really blew the delivery on that. Paul? In
2: other news, in Singapore, it is illegal to sell or own chewing gum. Back
3: to you, Corbs. (laughs) What? I got nothing, nothing for that. I mean, can't sell chewing gum.
1: All right. Well, I'm not going
3: to Singapore then. (laughs) All right. So, uh, this week, this week, this week, this week, we're going to, um, as Paul alluded, we are going to review Predator, everybody's uh, favorite action movie, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, released in June of 1987. Um, Directed by John McTierman. He is known for uh, Die Hard, which was made the very next year he directed that. So he got two back-to-back action movies, um, fantastic action movies. We'll leave it at that. Um, First of all, if you haven't seen this action Suspense, violent ext- extravaganza. You most certainly are not a true action movie aficionado. I'm assuming everybody here has seen it. At least I at least have
2: seen parts of it. Parts of it. Yeah. Get out.
3: <laughs> Get out.
2: If I do, the show ends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the immediate,
3: the immediate grabbing feature of this movie is its score. Very imaginatively composed and created by Alan Silver. Uh, Silver, Silver <laughs> other we'll credits talk include, about
0: that, we'll talk about it in a second.
3: <laughs> his other credits include Back to the Future series, other gems like you Roger Rabbit. Um, the action is fast, furious, and merciless. The Commandos are killed off one by one, leaving Arnie, Carweathers, and the other surviving members extremely terrified and on the verge of breaking down. Um, they have a lot of heated arguments between each other, uh, very animated fury, fury action beginning with the assault on the terrorist camp, but as we are introduced to the true terror of the jungle, or should I say, outer space, the action takes a turn for the more insane. Arnie, running away armed only with a knife and a, and a trembling in fear, almost drowns in a waterfall and thereafter continuously pursued by the Predator. All of this following an hour long jungle battle, mono and mono with spears, rocks, fists, and hull, deafening yells by both warriors. Um, I mean, it's, I enjoy the movie. Matter of fact, um, when you had asked me to watch, to review it, I know that Kevin really wanted me to, to review it, and he's not here, so tough shit. Um, so it's, to me, it's a good movie. I actually watched it this afternoon just to, bone up on it again. Um, But for me, it's a movie that, you know, you watch little bits here and there. You don't watch it fully through. There's some spots that are kind of dull, I guess, for me. You know, it's an action movie of the the 80s. You you expect it to be um, guns, explosions, death. You know, you don't expect talking and stuff like that. So it's got some pretty good, Movie, other guys in it. I mean, uh, Billy Dukes is in it. Uh, Jesse Ventura is in it. Um, so, I mean, I, I enjoy the movie. I, I'm going to give it uh, out of five stars. I'll give it three and a half, I suppose. Maybe, maybe even four. Um, again, it's a movie that I watch when it's on. You know, can't beat, can't beat an Arnold Schwarzenegger um, action movie in, of of the '80s. I mean, it's, you got it's him. Stallone, Chuck Norris, all those guys in the 80s were your action heroes. So anything he does, I done the 80s, I'll watch it. So again, enjoy the movie. Go out and watch it. It has spawned three other sequels, which the second one, eh, not as good. The, the remakes, you know, they've had a crossover Alien versus Predator, um, and they're coming out with a, another one. I don't know when it's coming out. I just saw it when I was looking for some more information about it it's gonna be called skulls but they haven't decided when it's coming out yet
0: so i I believe Uh if you count the alien movies as well there's like 12 movies in the entire franchise total wow
1: because i just
0: watched them all
2: (laughs) now do you want me to go into ebert's review or do you want to jump in now
0: I, I this is, I want to say my piece now here, and the reason that I gave Alan Silvestri a big raspberry there, um, I'm not gonna piss on the movie. Uh, there are a couple parts that are cringy, you know, where our humor's changed a little bit and it's kind of crass and it wouldn't fly today. But you expect that. But the score in this movie is absolute dog shit. Now I'm not saying it's a bad score, but Corbs, you watched it today. Now maybe you yeah. could, you can help me with this. The score, I believe he did back to the future because it sounds like they're traipsing around the jungle to the fucking Back to the Future soundtrack. It does not fit the movie at all. They're like running around the guns like do 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 you know it's it. I'm I'm watching it and I don't remember this from when I faut, saw it the first time, you know, years right. and years ago, but I'm like, holy crap, this doesn't fit this movie at all. It really pulled me out of the movie. Uh, did you notice that today? Did it did but before it, I don- said
3: no, actually, you know, uh, so some of the, some of the score is pretty good, like you're saying. I like, I know like when they, when they first flying into the jungle, when they're playing the, um, it's the rock music, like almost yeah. like when you're, when they were, you know, when they in uh pop now, when they're playing the song as they fly in, in Vietnam to the beach, that's kind of like what that was, but you're right. As the movie progresses, the score it, does get worse. It, it, it doesn't match it, it, up.
0: Yeah, it's weirdly happy. It sounds like yeah. a fun romp through time and space, or some yeah. shit. And yeah, it really weird. But it did create the Predator music, which I've had I had stuck in my head for like three weeks. Now, of course, I can't remember what it is. It's like or whatever. Um, but I did immediately compare it to Predator Two because I watched watched them just about back to back. I think two days in a row, and they did improve the the score with Predator 2. Predator 2, the score definitely fit. I actually like that movie a lot better than the first one. Um, Love Danny Glover, even though he's kind of an un- unhinged idiot in that movie. And it's kind of, he doesn't know which way he's going. Uh, but what I r- really gets me about that movie is the fact that, I mean, I, I don't remember, I was a kid in the 80s. So maybe you guys know a little bit more about this than I do, not that you weren't kids in the 80s too, but specifically the subway scene. Do you remember the subway scene yep. where those criminals come up and they try to rob that guy and he, well, oh, I'll get you the money and he pulls out a gun. The fuck with those, with those criminals? I mean, did they think that, you know, gangs dressed up like a cross between Lionel Richie and Macho Man Randy Savage? I mean, he's like, oh, we get gonna steal from you or whatever. What the fuck was that whole sequence? Holy crap! On a crowded train. Uh Yes, officer. Um, yeah, I saw the guy that robbed him. Yeah, he looked just like the Ultimate Warrior. Went running that way. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that was just hard to watch. Anyway, I agree. I, 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 I agree. I, I'm done. I, I said my piece. All I, right. I'm to sign up. So, what does well, Ebert have to
2: say? Well, he gives it three stars. He doesn't know anything, <laughs> and he says. Predator begins like Rambo and ends like alien surprise and in today's Hollywood that's creativity most movies are inspired by only one previous blockbuster the movie stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as the leader of a US Army commando team that goes into the South American jungle on a political mission and ends up dueling with a killer from outer space this is a kind of idea that is produced at the end of a 10 second brainstorming session but if it's well done who cares. Predator is filmed very well. It's a slick, high-energy action picture that takes a lot of its strength from its steamy locations in Mexico. The heroes spend most of their time surrounded by an impenetrable jungle, a green wall of majestic vistas populated by all sorts of natural predators in addition to the alien. I've rarely seen a jungle look more beautiful or more convincing. The location effect is on par with Fitzcarraldo and the Emerald Forest. No idea what he's talking about. As the film opens, Schwarzenegger and his comrades venture into the jungle in search of South American officials who have been kidnapped by terrorists. They track and locate the fugitives and move in for the kill. But as they find the bodies of team members skinned and hanging from trees, they begin to realize they're up against more than terrorists. The pre- predator of the movie's title is a visitor from space. That's established in the opening scene. What it is doing in the jungle is never explained. The creature lives in the trees, even though it seems to be a giant biped much too heavy to swing from vines. When Schwarzenegger finally grapples with it, we discover it is wearing a spacesuit, and that inside the suit is a disgusting creature with a mouth surrounded by little pincers to shove in the food. Such details are important, of course. Stan Winston, who designed the creature, has <clears throat> created a beast that is sufficiently disgusting to justify Schwarzenegger's loathing for it. And the action moves so quickly that we overlook questions such as, 1. Why would an alien species go to all the effort to send a creature to Earth just so that it could swing from trees and skin American soldiers? Or, two, why would a creature so technologically advanced need to bother with hand-to-hand combat when it could just zap Arnold with a ray gun? At one point in the movie, the creature removes its helmet so it can battle Arnold mano a mano, and I was cynical enough to assume that its motivation was not macho pride, but the desire to display Winston's special effects. None of these logical questions are very important to the movie. Predator moves at a breakneck pace, and it has strong and simple characterizations, and it has good location photography and terrific special effects, and it supplies what it claims to supply, an effective action movie. Students of trivia might want to note that the actor inside the Predator costume is Kevin Peter Hall, who also occupies the Bigfoot costume in Harry and the Hendersons. This guy must be... This, this guy must really be a good sport and that is the end of his review.
0: Holy shit, he the movie totally answers those questions. 100%. Does it not? Corbs. Do
3: you, um, yeah, yeah, she explain.
0: Yeah, he's taking trophies. He's a trophy hunter. That's yeah. why he's there. He's not killing with lasers easily because it's supposed to be a challenge. You know, I right. mean, you don't go hunting a deer with an AK-47. Um, he's out there for the challenge. I, I thought the movie got that across very, very clearly.
3: Yeah, I thought, it, and early on it got that, it got that very clearly when yeah he the the first the first guy he killed um, Hawkins like when he chased the girl and he was holding the girl and he just he runs in and uh, they don't show it but I'm assuming he gets him with the with the blades. And disavows him and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, right then and there, he's hunting He's and even even Schwarzenegger says he's hunting us one by one.
0: Yeah,
3: it's
2: he's it's a hunting them for
0: sport. Yeah, yeah, and I'm it's, pretty it, sure it, that it, was even in all the previews. Yeah, it's their version of the Outdoor Channel, <laughs> right? well wow, it's just it's weird that someone like Ebert would totally miss that.
1: Right,
3: that's
0: odd. All right, so, all
2: right. so there's our review.
0: All right, awesome. On to the next thing. Um how are we going to do this? Do we want to do a quick stream and then talk about our uh adventure last week?
2: Quick stream as in throw up our our stuff?
0: Yeah. Our streaming stuff. The, the mid-stream. midstream. Midstream.
2: What? Do you want to do, you want to do midstreaming right. now or you want to Let's do it. I got you now. Okay. You threw me off. Okay. Sorry. Uh that's Sorry. all right.
3: We got a whole up of cards for you
2: right big placards <laughs> just, <laughs> um, so uh, Kevin wanted to discuss the Tomorrow War but he's not here
0: I haven't seen it so yeah, neither yeah. have I
2: uh, I guess it's a brand new Amazon movie
0: yeah, yeah starring Chris uh, Pratt,
3: Chris Pratt. Yes.
2: Uh, so we'll talk about that next week so uh, the only thing I've really had time to watch this week with it being a, a short week for everybody and it was just crazy busy um is Loki. Is everybody all caught up on Loki? Yep.
3: Did you watch the mid-credit scene?
2: Last week's? Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and you know, I, I watched it tonight before we started the episode. And then, and then they I showed like, it. Yep. I was like, well, I guess we didn't need to waste that five minutes. Yeah, but sorry. I didn't know that. That's I mean, you, you never know if they're gonna do that or not, though. Yeah. Um, but let's let's start. Have we discussed Loki at all? Were we up to date last week before last week's episode
0: i believe so yeah i think we were
2: okay cool i
3: think we were really one episode behind
2: we were because we we didn't do last week's episode because not everybody had watched it yet and i hadn't seen the after credits scene right um so as of the end of last week's episode loki got pruned and then during the credits we find out that he's still alive and he's surrounded by a bunch of other loki's
0: one of which is played by Hugh Grant. I love that man; he's awesome. Not Hugh Grant, Jesus Christ. Uh, Robert Grant, Richard Grant. It's Richard. Richard. Grant. Grant. Jesus. Yes, Richard E. Grant. There you go. Wow, uh, that's yes. confusing. They must all be related.
2: Probably. <laughs> yeah, he he was the old
0: yes. Loki. He was classic the Loki. Yes, he also played um, the Doctor in. Uh, sorry. A series of audios that uh, a Big Finish put out called Doctor Who Unbound, which basically um, said, "Hey, what if the Doctor Who uh, chronology didn't happen like this? What if he regenerated into someone else and was in a completely wasn't a hero like there's the cowardly one, the, the dark old man who just lives by himself? Really cool, interesting shit like Elseworlds nice. type stuff. And uh, he played uh, the Doctor in one of those. With, it was actually they animated it. BBC oh, did cool. a whole animated version of it. It was really fucking cool.
2: Nice." Um, so yeah, we had we had classic Loki. I'll call him that. We had Kid Loki. We had Alligator Loki. It was yep. literally an alligator with uh, that little the horn worst. thing.
0: And I wish I was Idris Elba Loki. Uh,
2: yeah, they were they were calling him boastful Loki.
0: Oh,
2: um, Loki with a hammer. Yeah, is what we're gonna go with.
0: Yeah, well, Loki that killed Thor.
2: He says, no, 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 no. Kid Loki is the one that claimed to have killed Thor. Oh,
0: that's right. That's. Right. Did you catch when they went down into the? Uh, the was that the frog? Little... I, I, all I know is it looked like a little tiny Thor in a jar.
2: Yeah, I... I'm wondering if that wasn't when he was a frog. I might have to go back and watch that again because Kristen pointed the same thing out and said, "Was that? Was that a tiny Thor?"
0: That's, like, that's that. I missed it. My wife did the same exact thing. We had to rewind. That's creepy. Are mm-hmm. you me?
2: <laughs> no.
3: I didn't, <laughs> I didn't catch it, so... It's, they it's when they
2: move down through the...
3: I you know what you're talking yeah. about, but it must be a woman thing. Oh. Yeah, I guess so.
2: You'll have to ask Kelly.
3: <laughs> Just watch that crap.
2: Oh. Uh, but then we got into this week's episode, which was a whole thing. Like We find out what's going on in this void realm, which is basically where variants go to die. And uh, we end up with everybody there. A whole gang war of Lokis. Yeah. I was very disappointed that President Loki was a quick thing. I thought that was going (laughs) to be something.
0: You know, I I loved the fact, though, that, I mean, yeah, Lokis are generally not savory characters. uh, But several of them have tried to change themselves for the better. And the one Loki says, every time we try to change ourselves for the better, the TVA shows up. Almost Mm -hmm. like they're specifically out of everything they have to do, one of their prime directives is to make sure Loki never becomes any more than he already is. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to have something to do with the resolution of this.
2: And I don't think you're wrong on that. And also this was episode five, right? Yeah. Yes. Is this an eight episode series as well?
0: I thought it it was six. That's what I thought too, too.
2: but it doesn't seem like we're going to wrap up next week.
3: Well. There's some kind of things that may actually get a second season,
2: so. I hope so. And this one almost does seem like it can have a second season.
0: I I would love for it to happen. I'm concerned that it won't. Um, Mostly because, and I'm just taking a look here. They're not even saying. Is it supposed to be six to eight episodes? Really quick, I was trying to find it on Wikipedia, but I'm not finding it. Um, I'm worried that it won't just because, you know, Tom Hiddleston is in demand. Uh, Kevin Feige also said that they're no longer signing people to long-term contracts mm-hmm. um, today. So they, they may want to explore other avenues. But watching it today made me realize how upset I'm going to be if this doesn't lead to a second season or Loki reappearing. And, and he got to admit, with, with probably just one more Thor movie on tap, there's a good chance that Loki's not really going to be part of the MCU going forward. Right. Um and it makes me really sad because they waited until the end to develop the character into something we wanted to see.
2: Hey. You're just in time for midstream. stream. I late? A little <laughs> bit. But everybody knew why. That's all right. Um we're 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 wrapping up uh our Loki discussion.
1: I should I go away? Because I still haven't watched it.
2: No, uh, we can wrap it no, up. No, because we can kind of wrap okay. it up there and just say it was an amazing episode with a hell of a teaser at the end for what's going to happen next week.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't believe you. You don't believe me?
2: <laughs> oh, you're right it, it, it wrapped up the show's done. You missed it. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> but, um it's funny because I had just teased that there was um something that you just watched um, that you wanted to talk about for our midstream really section. It was really good. All right, why don't you tell us about it?
1: So we watched um, Future War, which is- uh, Tomorrow War. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow War. Okay, Tomorrow War. Um, yeah, I guess that makes more sense. Um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a uh, Amazon Prime production, original, Whatever. Whatever the hell it is. And uh, it it was really good. Um, Chris Pratt, um, the woman, I I don't remember her name. she got an odd name. Um, She was the same woman that played opposite of Tom Cruise in that alien movie where they kept repeating the same day over and over again. Was it Emily, Emily Blunt? No, it's not Emily
3: Blunt. So you're talking about, you're talking about like The
0: Edge of Tomorrow,
3: the, that movie.
2: Yes. Yeah. You I think, know, I
0: thought I saw an article that said those two movies might be connected.
1: Oh, no kidding. Uh, oh, that was Emily Blunt. Boy, this woman looks a lot like her. It was not Emily Blunt movie. Um, uh, what was it, Tomorrow? War. Tomorrow, tomorrow War. War. Yeah. Where's IMDb? Hold
3: on, I
2: just want to. I just want to look at the IMDb for this real quick. What the hell is it? I'm an idiot. I have the link for the the movie right
1: here. <laughs> so Yv- Yvonne Strahovski. Strahovski. Oh,
0: she she plays one of the uh, the leads in uh, The Handmaid's Tale.
2: Oh, uh, well, that's probably what you know. Her she from, was man.
0: also in uh, Predator, the 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 remake Predator from like the nineties. Okay. No, with Aliens versus Predator, sorry.
1: Okay, she looks she looks a lot like Emily Blunt. I mean, because I li- I honestly thought it was the same woman. But that's, whatever. Um are the mo- are the two movies connected? Well, uh No, I mean I guess it could be. But the aliens the aliens are completely different. The the premise behind how they got to our planet is different. I don't know that they actually talk about how they came to our planet in Edge of Tomorrow. I don't remember that. But for sure, for sure, they dive into it with, uh, with Tomorrow War. It was really good. Um, I mean, you know, kind of some, kind of some old tropes. Um, I like the way they handled time travel. Uh, There's definitely time travel in the movie. Um, You'll, 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 you'll really easily quickly pick up on why they did it the way they did it and how, how it kind of makes sense for, you know, for the movie. Um, and uh, I, I don't know, we, 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 enjoyed it. My wife and I sat, you know, sat and enjoyed it the whole, the whole night and you know, the whole movie. And at the end of it, we looked at each other and we're like, yeah, hey, it was a good movie. Sometimes we look at each other and we're like, well, what the fuck did we watch that for? But this one was, <laughs> this one was good. Good. I like it. Nice. I want
2: to see it it, uh, it looked cool I yeah, heard not, definitely
1: watch it definitely
2: I heard that it's been getting kind of panned like people are kind of slamming it but it looked cool to me I want to check it out and I mean, well, it was on Amazon prime so
1: like I said I mean it's it's kind of some old you know sci-fi storylines. I mean it's it's all kind of been done before no oh, It's yeah. just you know the, the little different spin on it and you know some good action and you you really well, you will see some stuff coming you're gonna you're gonna be like why the fuck did they do that because you are going to know what's coming um but it kind of makes it fun too because you're like well it's gonna it's gonna feel a little familiar um, right chris pratt's good he's he's good and and um does he just lineup... play
0: does he just play chris pratt in this movie like he does every movie <laughs> I mean, is Chris Pratt always Chris Pratt? It kind of seems like it to me. Is he is he one of those? You think? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, just think Star Lord, the guy from Jurassic Park. I mean, everything I've seen him in, he's just him. He doesn't Which really. Bad,
1: yeah, he doesn't really do a lot of comedy. You know, he isn't a comic relief in this. Okay, expect like, him to be. I mean. Kind of sad He's kind of sad in a way. I'm going to watch it again. Perfect. You Any movie I've watched twice, it must be it must be all right. And I'm not watching it twice because I paid for it. Because I mean, you know, whatever. Oh, and by and by the way, Matt and I did a did a uh, buttload of work tonight. At work. Yes,
2: I've I've been seeing the the stuff come up while we've been recording. It sounds like you had. Quite a night.
1: Yeah, we found one thing that we had to fix, and it looks like it'll be fixed by tomorrow. But Matt's going to make sure he gets a uh, he gets the message out. Perfect. Uh, yep. All right. Hey, I found a new beer. Can talk about that. Sure. Not, not new, new, but um, I finally have it in my house. Ah, this new beer. Yeah. Yep. So this is actually uh, from Genesee, yes, the the makers of Jenny Cream Ale. Um, this is Ruby Red Kolsch, and it is a it's got a little bit of grapefruit in it, a little little, uh, little flavor of grapefruit in it. Very very easy drinking beer, and it's nice. very very good tasting, and it just very easily just flows. So. There you go. That's my two reviews for the night. I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have my tabletop review. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't That's that.
2: alright. Uh, we, we can come back strong next week. I actually think maybe we should take a look at the one that we'll, uh, we'll be playtesting in a few months when it comes in. Kevin. Uh, and that would be Heroes of Barcadia. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one next week. There's my tease for next week because now <laughs> it seems like every week we're dropping something that we're teasing for the next episode. So... <laughs> Uh, but now I think we're going to go to our last commercial break and then we're going to uh, hit the stuff that we uh, teased last week.
0: But what if Corb's watched something on TV this week other than Loki? Corb's didn't. Corb's oh. didn't. Is
1: Corb's, Corbs is frozen? Cor- Corb's is frozen. Corb's is frozen, oh, okay. frozen for me. Corb's looks sad. <laughs> he does. Because you over it. Corb's is sad.
0: Now, Paul, I'm just going to tell you. Did you did you start catching up on Rick and Morty yet? I'm just I've just got five words for you. Maybe it's five words. I didn't write them all down for this week's episode. The greatest elbow titties in the galaxy. All right.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> and on that note, their words, not mine. Okay. Oh holy shit was it hilarious okay <laughs> oh and, and and they did a, a whole captain planet spoof. god serious i heard about the writing, that the writing is so fucking on point this year it's not funny
2: <laughs> that's awesome um, god you know how bad i want to use that as the title now elbow titties but i don't think we can do it
0: <laughs> probably not
2: damn it we probably also should call it what we're going to be re- referencing in the next segment. Do, it.
1: Yes. Do it, elbow, elbow tassels.
0: Now, because, you know, that that's a brief snippet in this show. Now, if we'd reviewed the entire episode and it took up a chunk of time, I could see it, but it's not really about elbow titties.
2: I mean, everything should be. I'm just saying. It's always
3: about elbow
0: titties. I like elbow titties. <laughs> you don't even know
3: what they are.
2: It does come off as kind of self explanatory.
0: <laughs> but, but it's not because there's not one, there's two on each elbow.
2: Oh my God. So that's a set of elbow titties. <laughs> the match set. Jesus.
1: Am <laughs> I supposed to think this is gross?
0: You no, know, it's supposed to just be absolutely absurd
2: because it is Rick and Morty.
0: Yeah. But in in the space of an episode that had both the Captain Planet spoof and elbow titties, it also tells a really, really endearing story about a boy's first real love, um, about loss, about people not respecting the person you've grown into, and two people recognizing that they're both kind of empty inside and agreeing to, to not give each other shit over it and accepting who they are, the love between a grandfather and his granddaughter. That's the funny thing about Rick and Morty is it's not all fucking absurd jokes. There's a ton of dumb, crazy shit. Sometimes you have to watch it three times to catch it all, but there's also usually some really good writing. In fact, uh, Justin Roiland referred to this one as his Emmy episode out of the season, because seriously, amongst all of that, they tell a beautiful story that that ends with a, a mother comforting her son. Uh, in the after credit scene, and you wouldn't think a show like that would would get that emotional, but everybody gets emotional in this episode, which is for wow. the show yeah interesting yeah it's I was not expecting I was thoroughly entertained and a little sad at the end.
2: It looked like Kevin was looking at us. that was great. that threw me off for a second <laughs> um all right all right we're gonna we're gonna head to break uh we're gonna come back, and we are gonna discuss the uh split rock quarry investigation so All right. stick with us guys looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Corbs is still trying to reboot his uh his Commodore 64. I'm going to uh kick us off. Um let's let's discuss what happened uh, last Friday night, Hugh.
0: All right. Yes. We went to Split Rock Quarry for a paranormal investigation uh with the grid and uh, we had an interesting night. Now, Paul, before we get into it, um there was some talk uh, on the way there about a password.
2: Yes. Okay. So, what I did <laughs> Well, I was getting ready, uh, my wife, Kristen, was up, you know, getting herself prepared for, for bed and everything, because we didn't, we, we, we walked out at what, 1030 at night to go yeah. start this. And um, so me being who I am, I, I look her in the face and I say, now listen, on the off chance something goes wrong and I get possessed, I'm going to leave you with a code word to make sure you know I'm Okay. I said that code word is elderberries. And her response was, "Are you fucking serious?" to which my answer was, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So, then I laughed and chuckled and off we went. Um, so yeah, that's that's the password was elderberries. Um, so when we returned at 2:30 in the morning, um I I get upstairs, I get all ready, and I I crawl into bed, and I hear the rustling, and she rolls over, and she goes, what's the password? And I roll over, and I go, cranberries. (laughs) And she says, that's not fucking funny. (laughs) oh that's great (laughs) and then she did say seriously what is it and so i did have to say it's freaking elderberries (laughs) jesus come on
0: you know i don't know what makes you think if you were possessed that the uh, spirit wouldn't have access
2: wouldn't know that yeah (laughs) uh they've their own own own. memories
1: Mm -hmm.
2: they're gonna have their own as well as mine i would assume
1: i don't want your memories
2: no one does I don't want There's things that I
1: know you've seen that I don't ever want to think about. <laughs>
2: um so all right, for those of you guys that don't know, uh Split Rock Quarry is a location in Fairmount, I guess, it'd be considered yeah. Fairmount, <laughs> New York. Uh it's uh right near Camillus, right outside of the town of Onondaga in Syracuse. It's it's named after the hamlet of Split Rock, and um, it was a first. It was a limestone quarry, and uh, which was repurposed into a munitions factory. They were they were manufacturing TNT for World War One, and uh, on the fateful night of July second, nineteen eighteen, um, the Cernit. Salve Process Company, which was one, was operating a munitions factory on the site of its former limestone quarry at Split Rock, manufacturing highly explosive TNT for World War I. It is believed that an overheated gear and a grinding machine started a fire in the number one TNT building. Workers fought the blaze until the hoses lost water pressure, and then there was no stopping it. The resulting explosion rocked the landscape and was felt for miles around. It killed an estimated 50 men, while leaving another 50 injured. A stone crusher built in 1903 during the quarry days is the only significant surviving structure on the site. So that 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 about tells us that well, one that Corbs' armpits right there. Uh, <laughs> that tells us all we need to know about why we were there. And it's and it's said to be very haunted. Yes. Uh, it's said to, to exist on ley lines. We were told.
1: What did you What did you just say?
2: It, it is supposed to be. It's supposed to exist on ley lines. L e y lay. Not. Although judging oh. from all the the party slides there, there were probably also you know ley lines. Ley lines. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so now, what what's so significant about when we went, Hugh?
0: Uh, it was the 103rd anniversary of the tragedy. Although, depending on who you talk to, it might also be the 121st if your math is sketchy. <laughs> uh,
3: so who's got the bad math?
0: Um, it wasn't either of us. So. Nope, we, okay. we, we had our math down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was a, a big night. There were some other people down there. We, we did run into uh, two groups up there uh, who were leaving. Uh, you know, we we walked around, we uh, took some video, we took some pictures, we we didn't end up getting to do as much as we wanted to. Uh, part of that was the people we were going with were supposed to have, you know, some extra people who ran the camera, and uh, due to some uh, extraneous circumstances, they were not able to accompany us. So it was just Paul and I and uh, The Grid, uh, who's the, the face of their paranormal investigations. Um, so with limited people, uh, they didn't have their cameras running exactly the way they wanted it to, uh, ended up being a little bit rushed, but we did do a, a nice little tour of the place. Uh, we walked through the rock crusher. We had to climb up a wall to get over that took lots of really cool pictures, which I, I don't know how you want to do this, Paul. If you want me to get you the pictures, uh, like in a Google drive or something so that we can put them up. Uh, yes. I don't know. Do you want to talk about what happened yet? Or do you have more about the history of the place?
2: That was, uh, all I had for the history. Um. I, I all my research isn't complete yet. We've heard talk of um, entities there that are, I, b- I believe, supposedly on the top of yes, the rock crusher uh, by the name of Tom. He may have been a conductor or some sort of that because we're told he, he's a, a rather jovial character, likes to wave his head at you and smile. Um. Other than that, I, I hear that due to the, to, to the nature of the explosion and the chemicals that were used at the munitions factory, the ghosts are typically a green or yellowish color in nature.
0: Like Geek Pod green?
2: Like Geek Pod green or Geek Pod yellow. Mustard.
0: Interesting. Now, we... uh. We did our walkthrough, um, and we're, Paul's still going through the video. He did say that he found um, something green in one of the sections. We we need time to go through all this. I was running, um, you know, just taking still pictures and recording everything for audio uh, for audio. And uh, I did capture a couple things. I sent the pictures to Paul. Um, these are not uh, nothing. I saw was definite anything, but. What was interesting is as we come out of uh, the rock crusher and we came down this little hill and then we had to go through. There's a path there, but it's it's overgrown with uh, with bushes and stuff. Pretty so densely overgrown. Yeah. So we're walking and I'm holding the camera, uh, my phone basically. And uh, Grid and Paul are ahead of me. We're walking through. We're talking, and all of a sudden, I am down. Um, I, my feet have come out from under me. My jeans are ripped. My knee is busted up in three places. My elbow, my wrist, which still, I mean, everything still hurts. I'm still in a lot of pain from like my, my shoulder down to my ankle. I don't know what I landed on. I hit hard. I don't know if I can show this, if the camera will pick this up, but I'm going to try to put my knee up in oh, the front
2: a little bit higher if you can. And this way, there you go. Oh, that's nothing.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's not anything awful by any means. Uh, it was certainly painful. But really what's bothering me more is the fact that my whole body feels like I got run into by something, <laughs> which was probably my body hitting the ground because it's so heavy. But uh, what was weird about that for me is, uh, first of all, I was like cool and calm during this entire thing. Paul kept actually turning around with the, the camera rig and the light to check on me. And thank you Paul. It seemed like you were actually concerned about my fat clumsy ass falling down with all those pieces of debris. But I kept telling him to turn back around cuz I'm trying to take pictures and keep shining this light at me. Right that's um, light in your face. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm actually completely cool. And it didn't occur to me until after this happened, but as we were going through that path on the bushes, I got I don't know if it's anxious. I I, I don't know what it was. I just I suddenly really wanted to get through the bushes. Like it's the first time and the only, actually the only time during that whole thing where I fell off. And I don't know if I started to rush and slip. I, I honestly don't know what happened. I mean, I was stepping carefully um, and I just fell. Now, interestingly enough, as I'm falling, I hit and hold the take the picture button on my camera, which on my phone takes a burst shot, which it takes like boom, 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 a bunch of shots all at once. And I have a burst shot of me falling. And what's interesting is in two two of the frames, there's some weird stuff. Like there's, and I know this is probably the the brain playing tricks on you, making you see something uh, that isn't there. But in one frame, it looks like there's a face down down next to me. And I don't know what that could be. Now, maybe there's a rock there that looks kind of like a face or something. I don't know. But I, I certainly didn't see it while we were there uh and what was the other thing paul well they were both kind of like sort of face looking things weren't they yes yeah yeah i actually
2: thought it was just two instances of the same thing
0: yeah and maybe it was but they were separated by about 10 shots it was a total of like uh, 17 or 18 shots all taken in the space of the time it took me to fall so uh, it was it's just weird that i got that weird feeling that i caught something on the burst shot uh just I don't know. I'm not going to say it was ghosts. I'm not going to say I was actually chop blocked and pushed over. Um, Did the ghosts try to catch you? With rocks that are on the ground.
1: Well, you know, I mean, they're ghosts.
0: They, they
1: tried and they failed and then you fell into the
0: rocks. Well, I wouldn't have had to, They wouldn't have needed to catch me if they hadn't pushed me over to begin with. <gasps>
2: <laughs> this is just kind of rude. I'm just saying.
0: You know, at that point, we haven't hadn't even played the explosions to try to rile them up. Right. Well, so after that, I get up, I, we, you know, we stop, I check myself, I see I'm bleeding. I mean, the things on my knee, they're a week old now and they don't look bad, but you know, I was bleeding, you know, pretty good. Yeah. For, like, to that, the that point time.
2: where one of them, we weren't sure if you're going to need to go get a couple of stitches in there.
0: Yeah. It, it, and and actually our, our friend, Helen, who's a nurse now looked at it and she was kind of like, you know, you need to watch that one because it is fairly deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we went and we uh, played some explosions on uh, our phone and continued recording uh, I didn't see anything come up in the text of, of what we recorded or the, the text because it was being transcribed as it was spoken. But I took the audio file and I, I went through the entire thing and I actually found a couple things. Um, now, Paul, I'm talking a lot here. Do you want to jump no, in? No, keep going. At some point? Okay. So after we, we went into this one little cul-de-sac, played the explosions, and we went around a corner and there's this wall and it, it's full of graffiti. We noticed somebody made a little white Mickey Mouse head we called it out when we got in there Yes, and there, the wall stretches up, there's graffiti all the way up. So we're talking, um, grid is telling us, you know, kind of some of the things that have happened on other investigations. And it's weird, Paul, because he says that, you know, they, they do things on shows like supernatural where they use blood as part of rituals. But it, here's the funny thing. As he was saying that, if you look at the video, I think you'll see I'm walking back over to the mouse because I got the idea at the same time.
2: Yeah, you were As already he heading in that speaking. direction. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: weird. We both got, I start walking over there and I'm about to say, hey guys, I'm going to try something when he actually suddenly spouts out with what I'm, I'm thinking of doing. That was fucking weird. Okay. But uh, I reached down, got some blood on my finger and I rubbed it on the Mickey mouse. And I took, pic- we have pictures of all this. You can see the, uh, the streak of blood on the Mickey mouse. And I ask the, the spirits, I'm like, "What do you think about that? How do you feel about that? Do you feel anything about that? Something along those lines." And all of a sudden, we hear a. Ch-ch. Now I'm hoping that on the, the the video, you get all of our heads turning that way because we all turned at once. Mm-hmm. At least that was my perception. At yes, least it was. You you did. I I couldn't see Chris from where I was, and looking over into the darkness. Now. We have audio of this. It is really hard to hear, but if you, I, 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 uh, enhanced it. And if you listen to it very carefully, you can hear it, but it's like six or seven. It's not the typical three knocks that every happens on every paranormal show. It's like six or seven, um, events. And what it sounds like is a shovel going into dirt.
2: Yes. Like That's specifically. What, yeah.
0: Yeah. That freaked that, 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 that was freaky. Yes. And I'm hoping that the, the video camera got better audio of that because you had the microphone on there. This is just on my fucking phone. Uh, right. Picking that up. There was also another audio anomaly where it sounds like something says something. You can't tell what it is. And then you can hear the grid say, oh, did you hear that? Yeah. So it, something, we, we captured something. I don't know what it was. I tried uh, slowing it down. I tried playing it backwards. I've amplified it. Uh, what you have, Paul, is the best that I, I have the ability to uh to try to clean it up.
2: Okay. And uh that will be the all this will be in the video that I produce from all of this. Like all the audio files we'll drop in to reference it as well. Um that's I've got I'd say probably 25 minutes worth of video to go through all told to see what we've got. Uh some of that is Hugh scolding me to stop shining the light in his face. <laughs> But
1: oh, I want to copy of that
2: that part
0: specifically. <laughs> um, a co- do you mean you want a copy of the raw stuff, Kevin, so you can go through it? No, I'll copy of the
1: part where you're yelling at Paul. Uh-huh. Just want to make a sound. Blah, blah,
0: blah. You you didn't react, so I wasn't sure if, if if he was making a joke, but you were dead serious.
3: Uh-huh. He's gonna make it his ringtone for when Paul calls him.
0: It
1: text <laughs> tone actually it takes, right
0: but uh, i mean you know shut up paul
1: shut up paul
0: <laughs> other than my uh unfortunate mishap which we're we're not sure you know that that had anything to do with the uh paranormal activity there um for our first ghost hunt paul i, I have to say the fact that we got anything you know even if it could be completely explained away the fact that we got anything uh was a a, a bright spot for me mm-hmm. i mean it, it kind of lit the fire Yes. I think I've got the bug now.
2: Well, I mean, definitely, and and Grid himself already said that they want us to come along, do do some more stuff with them, check some different things out. He kept mentioning this, asylum. this asylum. And yes. um,
0: you're echoing again. That's the second time this has happened. happened. I'm, echoing. I'm echoing.
3: Everybody's echoing. Oh. What the hell's going on?
0: Me. Great, fucking split rock spirits. No echo now.
2: I don't know no it's it's gone again cool um that is weird though <clears throat>
3: Explains.
2: yeah um and also um we're not even mentioning that we we debuted our our new um work gear for oh, yeah. for it um and um basically what we're we're calling our, our new our, our new event team um as the abnormal response team
0: i like that a lot
2: way to go kevin that's a good one um so you'll see you'll see hughes it it. It does it does fit (laughs) um you'll see hughes work shirt in it because you actually you don't see me at all in the video
0: because your video yeah
2: i was i was running the camera the whole time you hear me I, i speak to you but you you don't you don't get to see me um
0: you a spirit (laughs)
2: right I was just a disembodied voice no he
0: just walked around the whole time going
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) you can't see me i how did i not do that at least once i don't know god damn it um oh and you didn't even mention um that according to grid's spirit box we were introduced to an entity named pete that was uh that was also the same location, right?
3: Q Cuban P.
0: Yeah, that was at the uh, the the place where I played the explosions. Yeah. Uh, you know, I forgot about that. Uh, I, I did tell you afterwards. I'm a little uh, nebulous on that because it was a Spirit Box app, and I don't trust any of the uh, the ghost hunting apps. Um, Which
2: is understandable, because I mean. like I mean, that's a program, and it can yeah. be and algorithms. Programs
0: do what they're programmed to do. Yes. Although Geekpod is looking at purchasing some uh, legitimate ghost hunting equipment, like a real spirit box. Paul and I were talking about it earlier. So um, hopefully along with the stuff we're going to do with grid, we want to do some uh, solo things and we're hoping to put together a uh, a decent uh, ghost hunting kit, a, a good abnormal paranormal response team kit.
2: And um, also we're going to put together like a, a team of it too. Like I'm looking at seeing if someone wants to volunteer to run the, the video equipment for us so we can actually all be on together. Um, and then we, we were talking about having someone more versed in this kind of thing than us to accompany us kind of training yeah, deals not, for a little while. Not
0: not the same thing. Like, you know, we went out with uh, the grid and he was kind of uh, leading things. Uh, we're looking for something where we're leading things, but having uh, a, a wealth of, or some sort of resource along with us that may know more than we do.
2: Hopefully some like craggy, like, Grumpy old guy. Like I think that's what it needs. <laughs> and that's not a reference to anybody if, if you guys are gonna try and figure that one out. It's just that's that that's the character we need. <laughs> Some yeah. like 70 year old guy who who's been in this shit and doesn't Mr. really like us.
3: Mr. Withers.
2: Oh, uh, oh old man withers, yes.
0: <laughs> Some guy that's like your fucking look at me. <laughs>
2: Okay, why are we echoing again? I don't know. Oh, all right, now we're, we're not.
0: We're talking about the uh, the ghost hunting experience, of course.
2: <laughs> Naturally. Your um, <laughs> Any uh, any other thoughts on it before we wrap up?
0: No, just looking forward to uh, doing more of this. Lots more of this, actually.
2: I agree. Uh, and are you guys in coming up after? I know Corbs had issues with being able to get there, and and Kev couldn't make it. Um, but
1: I didn't want to go out
2: in the rain. I wasn't going to throw that out there directly. I, about don't, you, care. But, I don't care. Um, yeah, but
1: yeah. we did
2: get lucky. We didn't get any rain. Um, it did clear off. I, I had my doubts because I kept looking at the weather report, and it was like torrential downpours like from, from like 3 in the afternoon until like 4 a.m., and I'm like, fuck. And Kevin was like, you know, our equipment is not going to survive that. Like, that <laughs> stuff will not survive.
1: We we so, didn't buy stuff that
2: not made for that yeah um but uh, my my bag was like filled with like Ziploc bags and all this other shit that in case i had to stash it so and extra batteries lots of extra batteries and so um but i definitely think there was something to it um i was uh, it was also oh, brought up to us go ahead you
0: didn't even bring up the fact that right right before we heard that sh- sh- sound didn't Grid's uh, battery on his camera die, and then the battery on your light died during that, didn't it?
2: Um, my my light died as we were wrapping up, like while we were okay. still standing right in front of the uh, the rock crusher. And,
0: and like you said, you had um, like 25 minutes of video. We were only investigating actively for 45, 45 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's weird.
3: So you there really, for. I mean, for a bunch of
0: hours, and only did 45 minutes
2: worth of work. Wow. Yeah. A lot much. of
0: hiking. I mean, yeah. A lot of hiking, a lot of waiting. Also, when we got back, you know, we all talked for quite a while. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, if I we did 45 minutes of, five minutes minutes of actual, actual, actual filming and hunting, hunting thing, um, we, we probably, probably were only probably there an hour. hour. I don't think that we were actually at the flight longer than an hour. An hour.
2: That sounds that right. That sounds right.
0: So,
1: and yeah, I don't know why. Does,
0: does someone have us on speakers or something? It sounds like the audio coming back through a microphone.
2: Okay. It could have been. Or it could have been the ghosts.
0: Or that too. Anyway. The ghost in the computer?
2: Yes. Ghost in the machine. Look at that. <laughs> ghost in the machine.
3: There you go. Didn't Kevin just fix that? What? Didn't Kevin just fix that? <laughs> That would have
2: been nice, but I guess not in this one. i have to turn it off and back on again. But, um.
0: <laughs> you were saying, before I interrupted you, you said we didn't even mention. Shit. Sorry.
2: That's all right. I'm used to it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, the fact that uh, that they were talking about—that's what it was. They were talking about visiting uh, the mines that are on site as well, and we decided to nope out on that one since no one was really sure of where the mines are and had ever been in them. So yeah. we weren't about to start that at uh, one in the morning.
0: I've I've seen some mine movies, some mine horror movies, the, and like things like The Descent, My Bloody Valentine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a without more, Not without more information. You know, it's one thing to go around this big building that's probably not going to fall down, but going into a mine.
2: Yeah. yeah Agreed. Okay, so
1: what was mine down there? Limestone. They, they strip mine there. They mined there from the top.
2: Okay. Oh, I don't. That's a good point. um Then I don't know what the mines were, but they they were referencing saying that you can go down like five thousand feet or something in them, right? Yeah,
0: that's what he said. Wow. Something crazy.
1: Yeah, I've never, I've never seen that there. I don't I've know where it, it is. There, I just don't. I, I've never heard that.
2: No, no, it'll be interesting. I, I want to do more research. on it. like I like I was telling you guys. I want to go back there during the day, check the area out because I've yeah. never really seen it. So. And now we kind of have an idea of like at least where to go when you get up there. Yeah. But so where
3: do you
2: go? Straight up, hang a left. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. Just...
2: I mean it's we literally we parked in a neighborhood and walked up the street into the place. Yeah. Um like back deep into a neighborhood. Where where is it again? It's uh outside of Fairmount.
3: We're on of Fairmont. I mean, I've
2: been to Fairmont. Me too. <laughs> but, uh, it's you know, it's
1: Fairmont fun
2: all the time. I it's literally you turn off of the main drag there off of uh, five, yeah, and twenty or or whatever it is at that point five, right? Yep. Into like a residential area, and then <laughs> you start hanging lefts and rights, and park on a side street, and walk yep. up to it. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: And then it's a long uphill hike to actually get there. Yeah, in the woods.
1: It's a lot easier to go in there on a dirt
0: bike.
1: Oh, I sure bet. It is.
0: Yeah, I thought I was going to be a ghost by the time we got there.
2: <laughs> well, all right. That is our uh, that's our first experience with uh, a paranormal investigation. Um, eventually, well, we'll get Kevin to bed, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh eventually we're going to we're going to have grid and the andrew on uh to discuss it as well. Right. Uh and we're going to we're going to try and do more with them, but um that's really all I got. Anybody else got anything in the the last few minutes before we wrap up here? Nope. Or should I just drop some nuggets? Can
0: drop you... some elbow titties. Chicken, chicken nuggets?
2: <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it is early.
0: Drop your, your
1: nuggets. I could do some breakfast pizza.
2: Ooh, me too. That's a good idea. But this week's Wisdom Nugget it is not appropriate to sing, You Can't Always Get What You Want at a Wedding. Good night, everybody, and Megabyte Me Bitches. This
3: has been a
1: Geek Pod Network production.